of the forecast to my right, AP18 himself, Alex. How you doing? Hello, everybody. And to my left, GW himself, uh, Garrett, how you doing? I'm doing good. Wednesday Comics forecast. My name is Marvin. So what, the uh, forecast for May 15, 2019, that is this upcoming Wednesday when comic books come out, the huge. Uh, we are here to tell you what books are coming out and what we think will be the best ones coming out. And then uh, just stick around for the end. We tell you about the weather and the road conditions, uh, as any uh, forecast would. Uh, here we go. First book here, Image Comics. Uh, I just closed it. All right. Get away from me and open it up again. Uh, Farmhand number eight. This is Rob Guillory and Rob Guillory, Taylor Wells. Also, the chicken finally comes home to roost. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Farmhand number eight. Uh, I love Farmhand. One of the best independent comics coming out right now. Not only is the art great, the story is fun to read. Um, it's a uh, more of like a dark comedy slash light horror. Um, it's horrific things that do create quite a bit of comedy. Um, but there's also a lot of family history involved. Um, and there's just a lot of weird things going on. I don't want to spoil the book, but it's like a mix of Goosebumps and, oh, nah, Goosebumps is pretty good comparison. I don't know what it's really comical. That's a horror, but uh, great book. I think everyone should be reading it. And uh, they do the volumes in five issues, uh, five issue sets. So definitely everyone should check it out. You're talking like uh, Gremlins? Yeah, maybe Gremlins would be good. Critters? Yes. I like Gremlins. Child's do, Play? Not Child's Play. That's the Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. I like that. Gideon Falls, number 13. Jeff Lemire, Dave Stewart, Andrea Sorrentino, Station of the Cross, part two. Alex, what do you think of uh, Gideon Falls? Uh, what, this book has gone from uh, zero to 60, and what a like 180 turn it did. This is like watching ice skating if ice skating was skating on fire. <laughs> Sometimes like, they I do just, that. I, just, I don't know what to expect from this book anymore. Uh, it's It was really scary to begin with. It's still scary now, but it's in a weird time loopy. Here's some confusing stuff for you. Uh, I mean, Jeff Lemire knows how to write this book, and what a way to keep me interested. The art by Sorrentino is uh, some of the best I've seen from him, which is also exciting because when we were reading that uh, Secret Empire, there were issues that were great. There were other issues that were disappointing. This book always is uh, an eye-opener. And, of course, I got to comment on the covers. The covers are always spectacular. Skyward, number 13, Joe Henderson, Antonio Fabella, Lee Garbert, also on the book. Fix the World, Part 3. Garrett, what do we think about Skyward? Um, you know, for this being the second volume, uh, a lot of things are happening quickly. Um, Willow is getting a lot further into her objective of granting her father's wishes by returning gravity back to the earth. And, uh, can't remember the guy's name, but his last name is powers. Um, it's not awesome powers. It's not Derek powers. It's some other powers, but powers he, isn't it Burroughs. Oh, the, I know. Never mind. Never mind. No, you're right. Maybe it is Burroughs. I don't know. Bur- Burroughs, is, evil, Burroughs is the bad guy. Okay. Evil conglomerate guy Burroughs. Uh, he wants to keep gravity, um, off because he's created, a market around there being no gravity and selling devices that give you gravity as an individual, not as like the entire planet. So he would lose out on a million dollar company or billion dollar companies is the future. Um, 
with gravity being returned to the earth. And I'm surprised that we're only three issues in or four issues into the second volume and things are going really fast. There's always been a lot of adrenaline in this book. And I think we've gotten there twice as fast in this volume. So very exciting. This, this last arc, at least the start of this last arc has been really good. Like, I think this is one of those books that really did have a lot of uh, momentum going for it. And I'm excited to see where these, where we get to go. Cause I thought the story was going to be done at issue 10. And it's like, Oh, okay. I mean, it was fun. It was whatever. I know that's not the end of the story. We obviously either need to get gravity back or maybe our main character may die. Who knows? But well, now that I just remembered, they did introduce a character that we thought was dead back into the book. So that's, right. there's a lot of story to be told there. And we're in a, and not it's a spoiler, but we are in a different location now than what we had been, uh, which is very interesting. IDW Publishing, TMT Shredder and Hell Number Three, Mateus Santaluco on art and writing. The Shredder's long road into the depths of hell have reached a fever pitch as he's forced to face echoes of his own soul with lives in the line. Who will survive the raging inferno? Fan favorite artist Mateus Santaluco returns to the world of TMT, the most famous, excuse me, infamous villain in the TMT universe, gets his own miniseries. Alex, what do we think? Three issues into Shredder and Hell. I am one of those fans who loves Santaluco art, other than a uh, friend of the show, Combo Genie. Santaluco really does the best turtle art I've ever seen. What a way to make these characters all look different. Uh, I actually thought about it when I was walking my dog a couple days ago. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait until number three comes out, not realizing it was this week. And I am so excited to get on this book. I am so pumped to see Shredder or Okusaki kicking some ass, even if it's Echo ass. Orokosaki. Um Alex, don't you wish your last name was Santa Luco? It's a good last name. Alex Santa Luco? It, it really is. I mean, I, I mean, I love my last name. I love Prostrolo, but there is part of me that Santa Luca really does kind of roll off the tongue with that little bit of uh, zest that I think I need in my life. And Mateus is a good first name. Why don't you change your whole name? Mateus Santa Luca. Maybe, maybe I should, but, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I probably shouldn't. Well, then I can't say AP and there'll be two MSs on the show. That wouldn't work out. Never mind. Transformers yep. number five, Brian Ruckley, Angel Hernandez, uh, Chiquette Whitman, and Andrew Griffith right on that cover. Uh, Transformers, uh, Garrett, how are we doing with the Bold New Era? Um, I love this book. Um, I, you know what I think about when I read this book is I think of you, Marvin, because you know, you're always saying how you like uh, politics. Well, there's a huge political warfare going on in this book right now because this is before the War of Cybertron. It's leading up to it. Um, you know, there's three factions. There's the Autobots, the Decepticons, and then there's these Automatrons, I think what they're called. Um, so there's these three factions fighting for power. Uh, one of them is more of a, like, anarchist group. One is more like the empire. Then there's obviously like the Autobots, which are the peacekeepers or like the Jedi. Um, lots of fun. Um, this is Optimus prime before he's even dubbed Optimus prime. I think his name is Orion Pax. This is like actual name. Um, this is Bumblebee training a new cadet into the Autobots. Uh, there's a murder mystery. There's just a lot of fun things going on in this book right now. Uh, the art looks spectacular. I think anyone who loves the vintage Transformers style would definitely be all over this book. 
All new Aquaman number 48, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Victor Bandogovic, uh, Robson Roca. On the cups of recovering his lost memories, Aquaman must overcome one obstacle, a terrifying journey into the heart of darkness itself, the lair of the mysterious mother shark. There, Aquaman will face his greatest challenge yet and look into his past, present, and future. That is, if he has any future at all. Alex, what do you think about the Aqua? Man. So 43 was a great jump on point for me. Uh, I, I love the, the mystery. And that's not right. The word, the, the pantheon that we get in this book. I like the, it's a nice refreshing take for Aquaman. I've read a little bit of Aquaman, not a pro, not like Sergeant America, who is a pro. I'm not just putting it out there. I am an amateur Aquaman reader. Uh, this book is great. It looks great. It's so much fun to read. And it's a lot of, um, it's just a, a different take for me. Aquaman doesn't know who he is. He went to this this special island where the special island had other people that uh, were a little bit lost as well. And now we're going back on the track. He he actually, in the last issue, received a, a sweet artifact-like weapon that he might carry in other places. Uh, this book is spectacular. I think if you are looking to get into Aquaman, which I suggest you do, that movie was spectacular, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, this book, I, I, I love it. This is one of those ones I actually look forward to coming out every week. Batman number 71, Tom King, Mikhail Hanin, The Fall and Falling Continue. Will it be father and son working together or tearing each other apart? When it comes to the Waynes, expect a little of both. If in the quest to get Bruce Wayne to hang up the cape and cowl, Thomas Wayne is going to have to get a little, use a little tough love, only not all the muscle behind is his own. Uh, question here, Garrett. Uh, mm-hmm. fall and the fall and continue. Uh, was it the last issue this uh, beginning, or was that pre this? Yeah. Nightmare? Okay. Issue issue seventy is part one of this new storyline. Um, I think you know I I haven't read sixty nine or seventy, but based on this cover alone with Bane and Thomas Wayne and the premise, that does excite me. Um, because the nightmare arc did feel like it lasted an eternity. Um, you know, I want to give Tom King the benefit for the doubt because I know he's got a grand story that he's trying to tell. Um, just was very disappointed in the nightmare arc. So I'm hoping to go into this new arc with uh, fresh and exciting intensity. 69 was good. Mm-hmm. 70 was amazing. I mean, really? I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm excited to get back on track with uh, Tom King. Cool. Superman number 11, Brian Michael Bennis, Joe Prado, Ivan Rice, named one of the best books of the year by Pace Magazine. Comics beats that others. You, Unity Saga continues. The drama of the House of L tears the galaxy in half as Superman and his son are forced to confront his father about the secrets of Krypton in front of gathered heads of the galaxy. Superman makes a bold choice that will forever change his relationship to the Earth, the Justice League, and his family. When is one of the most important chapters in Superman history. Garrett, what do you think possibly uh, making some changes here? Okay, question. What magazine said this is like one of the best series? Uh, Pace Magazine, Comic Speed, and more. Okay, well, don't listen to them because they are lying. Um, okay, that's a little that's a little harsh, but this book has not been that strong since the beginning. Um, but I will say this last arc, introducing John back into the book from when he was gone with his grandfather, it has improved. It's brought it back more to that family element. Um, the only thing I'm not a big fan of, no, there's a lot of things I'm not a fan of actually, is they do 
like a lot of that third person talking, like the, you know, in Justice League, how he hated where they were name dropping all the time. It's just like that. Clark, how come you do this, Clark? You know, like constant just name dropping all over the place. And you can just tell it's like kind of phony. It doesn't feel genuine. And like if you, re- who's the writer that he reads his stuff out loud to make it seem like it flows well. Uh, oh wait, that's Rick Remender. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you read that out loud, you, you would think you're watching like a soap opera on TV. Like it is very, it's just not good writing. And I just feel like this book is the one that Brian Bendis doesn't want to write, but action comics is the complete opposite. So I don't get what's going on with this book. Um, but it has improved slightly with John being back in, um, but Rogel Czar is still a huge focal point of it. And other than that, it's just not that great. Is that him on the cover? What was that? Is that uh, Rogozar? Yeah, that's Rogozar. Oh, it is. Yep. Wow, they didn't, how come they didn't name drop him in the synopsis? I don't know. I mean, he's been... There was a part where him, Zod, and um, Nan were charging at John and Clark. And I'm like, why are they teamed up? Like, There's just a lot of plot holes in this book. Made the Spider-Man 21, this Marvel Comics, Nick Spencer, Geraldo Sandoval, the climatic conclusion of Hunted is here. Spidey faces an impossible situation that will push him as far as he's ever been pushed. Who lives and who dies when the hunters become the prey? Alex, what do you think of Amazing Spider-Man? Amazing. I mean, literally, not no pun intended, this book is amazing. Uh, I binge read what 18 and 18.1 and 19, 19.120. Uh, this book is just spectacular. I could not get enough Spider-Man and I was so pissed. I had to wait for another like three weeks, two weeks before Spider-Man comes back out. Um, one of my favorite characters along with just a whole shitload of other amazing bad guys that don't get enough screen time. Respect. This is great. Hey, I will say though, I just read 20 today. Like I can't believe we're already at the end. You know, know what I mean? There's a huge crucial component of this arc that hasn't even happened yet, but it looks like on the cover it's about to, to unfold because there's been one character that's kind of been noticeably absent, but still around, like still has a presence in this arc. And it's, I mean, it's a little less enjoyable because of that, but it's still an epic story. I mean, it's crazy all the stakes that happen, and we learned a new element in issue 20 with the robot hunters. Um, so I'm excited, but I'm also nervous because I know, I know there's this and there's an epilogue issue, but I'm like, wow, to really only show up at the last one. Well, I think my my thing for this book that kind of, not even just the specific arc, but this book has a lot of heart in it where there's certain characters, certain people that are being hunted in this book, and I'm like important characters that die that I feel spoilers that I feel really tied to. And I think a part of it is those 18.1s. Even if you're like, I don't know if I need to get it. You don't, but it really does give that backstory for you to be like, I love this character. Why, why haven't I not seen it more often? It's true. Daryl number five from Chip. Zadarski, Marco, Chichetto. Accused of murder, Daredevil has been on the run, trying to prove his innocence, but he can't even outrun. He key. Well, excuse me, but even he can't outrun judgment forever. Don't miss the f- explosive finale of Chip. 
Zadarsky's first arc on Daredevil. Uh, Gary, what do you think? Daredevil number five. I've loved this series. Uh, you guys got me on this book. Um, well, I mean, I was planning to get it, but it took me forever to catch up on it. And I think it's gold. Um, it's some of the best street level Daredevil I've read in a long time. Um, not saying that Mark Wade had, did a bad job. I just think him and Charles Soule just had different ways of telling a Daredevil story. And I think this is that kind of Netflix, dark, gritty Daredevil that a lot of people enjoy. And I think it really works. Guardians of the Galaxy, number five, Danny Cates, Jeff Shaw, David Marquez, right on the cover. Hello, half no fury at the mercy of the goddess of death. Hella's dreams are resurrecting Thanos are finally within reach. But what will the Guardians have to sacrifice in order to prevent that? First off, before we get to Alex and ask him how the book's going, you think somebody at Marvel just doesn't know formatting? Is that why they have bullet points? I just don't understand. Those are not bullet points. Uh, Alex, what do we think? Uh, Guardians. Uh, this was a book that I think Donny Case was meant to write, and that Jeff Shaw art is. Uh, if there's no other reason to get this book, it's for Jeff Shaw. I missed him on the Thanos wins after seeing them. I was just like, this team needs to come back together. We finally get that team. Uh, and the character that I loved so much when they did at the beginning is dead. Uh, spoilers. If you're not reading this book, uh, I, I don't know what to expect. Cause now there's that part of my brain that still goes, what's going to happen with Thanos? Does he actually, you know, what, what's going to happen? And I, I wish that cosmic ghost Rider was back on the good guy team, but he's on the other team. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? So this book is great. Uh, Donny Cates, top notch, pointing at you. Jeff Shaw, wish you were on more books. If you're not getting this book and you love Guardians, you need to go back. Paul and Alex, you, you heard it here first. Go get issue one through five. Don't wait for the trade. Just read the book straight up and be like, hell yeah, the boys at Winston Comics knows what's going on. Hey, uh, I will say on this, I did uh, last weekend, or two weekends ago, read Infinity Wars, which was totally worth the read. And it actually feels like a giant prequel to this book because they introduce uh, Moon Girl and uh, whatever the other one is called. Uh, Moon Girl Girl or whatever the two. Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon and the other one. And then they explain a lot of Star-Lord well, the Guardian storyline altogether. So I, I think I got more foresight into this book after reading Infinity Wars, which is all on Hoopla. Or not, not Hoopla. Comicsology Unlimited right now, by the way. Insight? Yes. I say foresight? Yeah. Well, I okay, think Insight. You're either psychic. You're right. Yeah. Insight. Uh, so in Mortal Hulk number 17, uh, Al Ewing, Joe Bennett, Alex Ross right on the cover there. Uh, this is the Mortal Hulk that finally beat out Batman. Uh, Bruce Banner's trapped inside Shadow Base Site A, powerless and hunted by their top assassin. He can't run forever, however. Uh, that was a little, that was, oh, sorry, I editorialized that. Let's go back. He can't run forever. He can't change form. He can't survive without the Immortal Hulk, but not the one you think. Uh, what do we think, uh, Garrett, with the Immortal Hulk? Um, pretty exciting stuff right now. I mean, we have Doc Samson back. Um, we have, well, mysteriously, Rick Jones' grave is empty. And when the Hulk returns to human form, he doesn't come back as Bruce Banner. He comes back as uh, Jim something. Basically, the Gray Hulk. So there's another personality inside of Bruce 
it's not his dad. It's another one that is like the human form of Grey Hulk. So we get the classic Grey Hulk version of the Hulk in this book. Um, I don't know a whole lot about that character. I haven't really read anything about Grey Hulk. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how he acts as like the opposite of the Hulk compared to Bruce Banner. Uh, there you go. War of Realms number four of six, Jason Aaron, Russell Dodderman, uh, Alex, wait, excuse me, no, that's not the right book. Spider-Man Life Story number three of six, Chip Starsky, Mark Bagley, uh, the real life story of Spider-Man continues, 1980s this time. Alex, what do you think about the, uh, Spider-Man Life Story? Every time I read one of these issues, all I can think about is what a fool I have been for not reading Ultimate Spider-Man all the way through because this art by Bagley is amazing. Uh, Chip Zdarsky is on the run for uh, top writer of the year for me. No, I don't do what you do. I'm just saying his name. <laughs> Chip Zdarsky is doing an amazing job, giving me a, a, a good test on whether or not he's better than Jeff Lemire, at least this year. Uh, Daredevil has been amazing. I love this book and I, I'm so pumped to just see every little bit of the story. I know it's only a six issue run, which is exciting. Uh, it does kind of make me wish that I could see, the rest of these issues that were would have been like filler information and things like that. This book is a lot of fun. There you go. Chip Sadarski on Spider-Man. War Realms number four, six. This is what I was talking about before. Jason Aaron, Russell Dodderman, pray to the all-mother Freya. Uh, what do we think here, Garrett? War Realms. Um, one of the best Marvel event books out there right now. Um, you know, I think actually Marvel's been on a hot streak. I went back and read that Infinity Wars, which was great. And then I read that I'm reading this right now. It is so great to read an event book where you have the same artist on each issue, um, which I think we were lacking in like Secret Empire, um, where there was like a billion different artists on each issue. It's a lot of consistency when you have an event and it's the same artist. And it's Russell Dodderman who we've all gotten used to with Thor. Um, wow, such great art. I think this is the best uh, Dodderman's art has ever been. And I'm really surprised that, because, you know, Jason Aaron's Thor we were reading was very wordy and not really what we were looking for. Um, it's taken a long time to get to the War of the Realms, but now that we're here, amazing storytelling. Some of the best storytelling I think I've read in the last five years, because a lot of the books that we've read have been involved with the War of the Realms, and finally we're at the thing that's been talked about for half a decade. So I recommend this event to everybody, and I think it's going to really dovetail into some fun new comic book stories going forward. Uh, Diamond Comics, James Bond 007, number seven, Greg Hawk, Eric Gapster, Goldfinger, uh, friendship is finished. The world is in peril, and Goldfinger wants diamonds. The modern Bond epic continues by Greg Pak and Eric Gapster. What do we think, Garrett, here with James Bond? Zero. Um, so, it is another great book. Um, this is James Bond doing what he does best, uh, except he has someone uh, with basically is a monkey in the wrench, and that's uh, was it Odd Job? I always say his name wrong. Yeah. Yep. Odd uh, job. Um, he's actually, they actually kind of explain why he's so drone like in the Goldfinger movie. Um, what I, I do find a little weird out of continuity sake is like the fact that James interacts with 
uh, Lee and Goldfinger before the events of the Goldfinger um, thing. So it's like it's going to be like, I know so far Goldfinger hasn't met James Bond. So um, other than that, I think Lee and James Bond, their like relationship, it's very like they are obviously alpha males and them interacting with one another. They're trying to always uh, outshine the other, but they're both their organizations are making them work together and they don't want to do that. And so it's really comical where they're both trying to be the ladies man and they're both trying to do the best part of the mission. Um, so I'm going to be sad when this arc is over. Cause I hope, I mean, it's really been great with odd job around, but I can tell based off last issue that uh, we might be getting that drone ish uh, job we've had from the movies. Uh, Boom studios. Do you guys still get this? Go, go power Rangers. Heck yeah. Number 20, Ryan Perret, Eleonora Kalini, Marcus Toe, and Miguel Marcado were in the cover there. Alex, what do you think? Uh, with Reed on the hunt and the students of Angel Grove in danger, the Rangers are forced to make fast choices to protect their friends. What do you think, Gogo? Regardless, Gogo is the character-driven feel back nostalgic at least for the 1990s tv show i i love these characters back then i love these characters more because i'm getting more in-depth they actually there are stakes in this book which there never were in the movie until or the tv show until like near the near end where they're like oh i could die you're not gonna die it's fine uh you never know what's gonna happen in this book i love it love it love it i am one issue behind so it who knows maybe 19 took a shit hey how badass is that cover though I know that. Well, that's the thing is this book looks amazing because isn't that Dan Mora right on the cover there? It's not Dan what? Mora. It's Marcus <gasps> Toe. Not anymore. I knew. He, I mean, I realized he was off the book. I didn't realize that the covers weren't still by Dan Mora. That makes me sad. Well, it's but just this, this cover. Well, it still looks fantastic. It really does look like a Dan Mora cover. So yeah, tricked me. There we go, uh, Alex. What do we you think? Missed, you 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 missed one. Which one? Black Black Badge Number Ten. Oh, where's that baby at? Let's check it out here. Black. Like two, two books above. A black badge, number 10. This is Matt Kent, Matt Kent, Tyler Jenkins. The badges continue to unravel the mysterious history of the program, learning the secret history of their parents and their roles and the threats that badges must now face. Karen, what do you think about the black badge? Black badge is so much fun. Um, I think we know that Matt Kent can write a compelling story. Um, and this is an original story. Uh, you know, you got your covert boy scout group that can, are basically like child mercenaries who go in and do jobs. Um, but now we're getting more in the heat of some organizational disputes with the white badges and, uh, what's the secret faction? Rainbow society, the honor society. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. We've learned a lot about the five characters that are the main characters in this book or four. Four. And uh, I was like, who's the fifth one? Well, I, I guess I was counting the guy that defected from them and joined the uh, honor society or whatever, or the rebel, whatever, the red group. Um, but it is fun. It is a cool, it's a cool book, uh, original storytelling, something that I've never read like it before. And you just wouldn't think that you could make a cool story. Okay. I don't want to piss off every Boy Scout in America, but I didn't think you could have like this cool of a story about Boy Scouts until now. Uh, Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Have you never seen Red Dawn? Uh, is that the one with Patrick Swayze? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex, what do we think? Uh, what looks like the weather is uh, pretty hot this week. Uh, finally, you know what? It's a little too hot for spring. But uh, what, I it's, guess- we don't know. We don't need spring. It's we've had the longest winter ever. We need a small spring, summertime, baby. Garrett, you no, need I, I, I want a, I want a spring. I want, I want a transition. You I don't want to go something in hey, between. Maynard's just froze off, and so now they're <laughs> burning on the concrete. What do we think, Alex? What's the weather? This week's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a little toasty, but men like Gary are gonna hang outside without their shirts on, get that tan and going. So when they go to the beach, they don't look so pasty white. It's cool. We all do it. Uh, be prepared for some sunlight, but I tell you what, uh, the air conditioning could come on. You might need a, a cool mojito while you're outside. Maybe, uh, maybe be prepared for a little sunny, uh, sunburns. Get ready for it. There's might be a little rain on the weekend though. So get those books, put them in their plastic. If you're going to go camping or do something fun or outside, if you're not, you can read them inside safely. Uh, Alex, are you saying that uh, me wearing a bunch of sweaters is not going to make me more tan? You said about no. taking off your shirt. Oh, I thought it was like a hot pocket. You put that little outside on it. You put it in there to crisp up. That's right. Well, that doesn't work quite for you. You're going to get all soggy because you're going to sweat, I assume, mm. unless you've got some genetic thing I don't know about. Yeah, probably. Here, um, uh, <laughs> what do we think about them? Uh, the asphalt? How's it going? Well, it's going to be super hot, so all the moisture has been caked into all these roads, and it's going to get super hot. So I, I foresee some more cracking, uh, meaning when you drive over those potholes, you might want to go a little fast, otherwise you might get stuck. Um, otherwise, just keep breaking that road and then order your dominoes, and they'll uh, fix it for you because, <laughs> you know, we're kind of backed up. Um, but as far as comics are concerned, a lot of great comics coming out this week. So there's a lot of quantity and quality. Uh, you definitely want to get to your shop early um, or get your cart ready for your online shopping because as soon as it hits 1201 or whatever time your shop opens, you want to click buy now. Eric, go comic books for this week. That is 516 2019. Is that right? Uh, 515, excuse me. 515 2019. Uh, a lot of good books there. Lots of, so a lot of them I'm excited for. Black Badge, Gideon Falls. Oh, wait, I didn't see what I was looking forward to. Um, Garrett, did you say? What looks to be your pick? Um, I would say War of the Realms number four. And Alex, did you said two? Nope, yeah, I, I didn't say anything Oh, yet. okay. Oh, you're right. Uh, I thought I, didn't I say what was your pick? Oh, whatever. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, Shredder and Hell number three. Uh, I'm going to go Gideon Falls uh, just because the time that book comes out. It is like, uh, I'm not going to say the cherry on top of a cake because I actually don't like cakes, but a ch- just a cherry then. I like cherries. There we go. Nice little, like I was saying, nice little week. We got Gideon Falls. We got some Black Badge. Uh, you guys got Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we got some uh, uh, Spider-Man life story you guys got. I haven't read it yet. I'll get to it. Chip Jodarski. Uh, is a good writer in my book. I'll go ahead and read it. We got some Batman. Um, and guess what, guys? We got some Justice League out this week, too. We need to talk about that. Obviously, I know we're all undercover lovers of Justice League. Um, and we will be reading it. So go ahead and email us. Let us know what you think of Justice League. Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. But until next time, unite the seven. Uh, I'm Garrett. 
I'm Alex, and Marvin was somewhere. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. Nope. Keep reading those books. Sorry. Screwed it up. Keep reading those books. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep reading those books. Uh, uh,